We are uh, two tinfoil hat-wearing, internet-savvy, fact-monstering, conspiracy theory nuts. Would you say that's true? So it's an interesting way to pronounce multiple award-winning investigative journalist (laughs) and idiot who thinks he's funny, but, you know, let's go with that. BAFTA-winning idiot. BAFTA-winning idiot. BAFTA-winning idiot. Do you know what I mean? No, I mean, you know. Who had 40 seconds in until he mentioned his BAFTA. (laughs) Whatever. We haven't got your Pulitzer in yet. Now we have. Exactly. Uh, So this is a theory about podcasts. Podcasts are about a lot of chat, a lot of nonsense, a lot of fluff, and the internet is full of it. So we thought we'd create a podcast that looked at something that the internet is absolutely obsessed with. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, the internet's full of it. It's what the internet's for. And no, it's not about adult content. <laughs> so uh, we, we are doing a podcast about conspiracies. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, we've got no idea what we're doing. No. Absolutely, totally just flying by the seat of our pants, which is actually quite useful because that's kind of what most conspiracy theories are about. Ah, you see, I think you're wrong. This is, you know, conspiracies are intricate, they're deep, they're fun. They are as telling it the world about themselves. They're, they're finding out what's important. You know, it's, it's about the death of presidents. It's about the sort of rise of empires, the Cold War. The, it's about the, who runs the world. It's, it's about the weaponizing of, of doubt. It's about the millions of pounds and rubles and dollars that's been spent confusing your mind and turning it into a matted, toffied mess because you just can't really know what is true and what's fake anymore, can you? Uh, well, you certainly won't be able to after half an hour of this. Yeah. So, but yeah, and I think, I'm, I'm really glad actually what we picked for the first one, because I think it's probably one of the most seismic conspiracy theories, certainly in Western uh, history. Arguably up there with the moon landings, the assassination of JFK. Yeah, oh yeah, it's got that kind of significance. Yeah. And it's far more recent and, you know... We are living with the consequences of it every day. We quite literally, this episode, are asking, dum, 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 did Avril Lavigne die in 2003 and was she replaced by a body double? I mean, if you can't see the significance of that, I worry for you. (laughs) This is a corporate conspiracy in the multi- billion dollar entertainment industry. This is one woman's suffering. This is amazing forensic detective work to look at lots of slightly slightly similar looking pictures of either two or one woman. What this is, is it's just totally fucking bonkers. That's what it is. Uh, but before we get into this week's topic, we should introduce this week's guests. So we're quite lucky this week, aren't we? We've got two for the price of one. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm amazed. Our budget must have uh, been extended wildly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, these guys look lavishly expensive. They, they genuinely are, and yet we've got them for nothing because of basically nepotism. Just sort of just twisting the arm of, of these two men to come in today, who I'm Did you blackmail them, Jolly? I did, I did blackmail them, but I'm absolutely over the moon to be joined by the incredible magician that is... Archie Manners. Hello. And the uh, sensational South African that is Josh Peters. Hello, Hello. gentlemen. <laughs> welcome, to, uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Yeah. How are you guys doing? I'm all right. 
Do you like conspiracy theories, Josh? Absolutely love conspiracy theories. I really got into the 9-11 conspiracy theory when I was a child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's, I mean, that's sort of like entry level. Did you see Zeitgeist? <laughs> I did see Zeitgeist. That's what really got me going on it. Yeah, that was Jolly, a good one. don't conspiracy shame the guests. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got <laughs> that yeah. basic. No, no, yeah. 9-11. I mean, look, if you like a good conspiracy theory, 9-11's got to sit at the, the, yeah, the it's, heart. It's a, right? ga- it's a gateway conspiracy theory, isn't it? It's very, much, <laughs> it's very much the kind of paracetamol of conspiracy theories. It really I, primes your algorithm, yeah, that I, one, I, I really it? worried that then people move on to harder yeah, things. Yeah, you do. You really yeah. you do. You start, you start with 9-11 and before you know it, the earth's flat. <laughs> So, I can see it's a very slippery yeah. slope. Won't someone think of the children? <laughs> Before we actually get into talking about the conspiracy <clears throat> theories, if you don't know who these two sensational men are, you've really got to watch a video that they recently did where they, where they pulled off a quite incredible stunt on Katie Hopkins. Why don't you explain a little bit what you, what you did? So, we uh, obviously love Katie Hopkins, who the doesn't? two of us. And uh, we thought it would be really fun to honour the sort of incredible lady she is by giving her a very special award, which is the Archie Campaign to Unify the Nation Trophy, which for the clever listeners uh, stands for cunt. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a sort of rather uh, ble- sort of ble- bleepable acronym. It does. So we invited her out to Prague, uh, guising as the Cape Town Collective for Freedom of Speech, presented her with her award, and she went on to make one of the <laughs> most jaw-dropping, just, I don't have words to explain it, speech I have ever heard I in my life. I don't know if you've, you've actually managed to, to see this. Uh, James, did you see this? Sir, I, I did not rewatch it today. I was getting sued today. <laughs> what do you mean you were getting sued? Sir, I, I, was, I was getting nasty letters from lawyers trying to silence the truth. That's because James Possibly is, about Avril Lavigne. James's day job is... is uh, What's your actual job title now? Sir, I am global editor of the Bureau of Investigative Journalism, which does sound a bit like I run some conspiracies. It does. Which, obviously, I don't. Yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> I mean, look, guys, this is a pretty, pretty audacious thing. Can you just sort of unpack this? So... We you decided when you're in South Africa to start what emailing Katie that, Hopkins. We literally started. We saw on on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it's not news to anyone that Katie Hopkins is is not the world's most pleasant individual. But we saw that on Twitter she was really getting bigger and bigger and bigger with and, and bolder with her claims and statements. And Josh wanted to hit her really hard, and I was kind of batted around a few ideas with him as to how we might do that. Yeah. And we wanted to get her to Cape Town. That was the original idea, but... She's unfortunately banned from Cape Town for hate speech. Uh, she's, she's banned from South Africa? Yeah. yeah. She's banned from South <laughs> so Africa. Their government's not all horrible. I mean, to be fair, you know someone's about to hit the A-list when they get arrested for ketamine possession in uh, South Africa. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So instead of coming to the gala dinner of the Cape Town Collective for Freedom of Speech, we got her to a sort of touring dinner that we do. This one was in Prague. So we hired 10 actors from Prague. You hired 10 actors? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, to be To be racist. members of the... <laughs> to be racist. Literally, I literally rang up a Prague casting agency and said, have you got any good racists? I need them to be white. I need them to be comfortable with very bad language. And, you know, the Prague casting agency was like... Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, can, there's an awful lot. There's of always money. a price. Um, so, no, two and, were, and a half minutes later, yeah, my pick of the bunch. They were tremendous actors, though. They really did play the part properly, and she completely fell for it. We had an entire dinner at the Four Seasons in Prague. Um, mainly because I did ring around every single we wanted to do it in a really posh hotel because it right. helps the con with Katie as far as getting her out there so I rang every single four seasons in Europe and, and Prague was the cheapest because of the exchange rate so that was, <laughs> people go why did you do it in Prague and I want to come up with some really brilliant creative comedic reason for it it was just the cheapest it was the cheapest amazing and uh, yeah we gave her her award she said her speech and went home with her campaign to unify the nation trophy thinking that everything was just 
perfectly as it should be. A few days later, she would have uh, seen a video in which um, she was publicly called a cunt and then I imagine slowly got up and took her trophy off of her mantelpiece and put it in the bin. I mean, it's <laughs> genuinely like quite an extraordinary stunt, but were you totally bricking it? Like, in what the was interesting, show? halfway through, the thing about Katie Hopkins, right, like all kind of horrific human beings, she's actually quite charming. So when you're not talking about anything that's controversial or political, you know, you're discussing the weather or sport or things of mutual interest, not that I have many with her, she's terribly nice. So halfway through, before she'd made her speech, Josh and I had to go outside and literally shout her tweets at each other to remind <laughs> ourselves of why we were doing this. Wow. We were thinking, God, you know, this is awful. We're actually being a bit mean. Sort of felt a bit well, guilty. A bit. What, you, you looked into her eyes and saw the last like, flicker of humanity <laughs> there. And, and I couldn't like, strike. She likes the weather. She's not all awful. And then we went back in and she started saying that Muslims rape their own mothers yeah. and that they're called Mr. Laffa 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 and uh, Greta Thunberg is an autistic fucking wench. Uh, yeah, you're not even exaggerating. No, no, those are direct see the video. What's the video so, called on YouTube just so they can search it? I flew Katie Hopkins to Prague to receive a fake award. <laughs> something to that effect. Yeah. Is that exactly yep. Something like that. And, and, she, and she does literally just barrel off this sort of barrage of totally it's quite the most remarkable expletives. Thing, the most remarkable speech I've ever heard and I've been attending Tory Party Conference for years. <laughs> so it was it was pretty mental, yeah. So, I mean, do try UKIP while they're still well, around. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Were you expecting to have the response to the video that you got? Because, I mean, it went epically viral, didn't it? I always thought it was going to be a good video, but we got fortunate with the timing. So Thursday, when we put the video up, was meant to be, I think it was Thursday the 30th of January, was meant to be an edit day, and we were meant to get the video up that Saturday. We woke up on Thursday morning and saw that Katie Hopkins was trending on Twitter for the fact that her Twitter had been disabled. Oh yeah, of course. So we edited for about 12 hours straight on Thursday and got the video up that night, and I think that gave it the extra boost it needed for everyone to see it. Yeah. What was amazing about it was the sheer scale of the response from people across the political spectrum. She's a very uniting figure in that everyone thinks she's a cunt. Um, <laughs> in that I had, we had DMs from Piers Morgan retweeting it, uh, James O'Brien from the kind of other side of it, to I had a cabinet minister text me to say it was brilliant. Um, the leader of a quite well-known political party said how much they'd enjoyed it. Wow. To uh, Most actors. importantly, my mum. Your mom, no, she loved it. And did sort of did being your mom let you off for using uh, using foul language? I didn't use foul language in the video. It's just the campaign to unify the nation <laughs> trophy. Yeah, there so, was. Uh, what mean, could be wrong with that? Exactly. I, I, I was I was genuinely sort of surprised to see the scale of the response, though. I mean, you're playing it pretty cool. How many millions of hits did that video get? Um, so it's got six million views on YouTube That's currently. Huge. And then, yeah, I think it got clipped all over the place and I've seen it on Facebook and Twitter and yeah. Reddit and everywhere. So it really did just catch fire. I mean, everywhere. it's kind of an interesting segue into what we're going to be talking about because, I mean, she is sort of one of the biggest purveyors <laughs> of sort of clickable fiction out there, isn't she? Yeah. Mm. So I think you'll find that's called the mainstream media, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Let's start 
actually breaking into this week's fundamental questions, which is what, why, and did Avril actually die? So, James, what is what is this conspiracy theory? So, this is not a joke, is it? This is a real mainstream internet conspiracy, this, right? This has existed on the internet now for 17 years. It goes viral once every few years, and it's because at its core, it is a fundamental story of of sort of tragedy, of corporate greed, of heroic online detectives with the free time needed to get to the truth. It is a triumph of the internet over the old orders of power. Yeah, it really is. This matters. It's mad though, isn't it? You can see the scepticism in their eyes, but that's because they have not seen the evidence yet and they have not heard the tragic I think that's actually probably because, Josh, you're a pretty big Avril Lavigne fan, aren't you? I'm a huge Avril Lavigne. Levine fan. And it, it, how do you well, feel about it? I say that it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> you do look a bit like skateboards, you know what I mean? But like, what's that, so did you did you heard about this conspiracy? Yeah, and I tell you what, it really gets under my skin. <laughs> um, You're going to be unwanted soon. <laughs> I have heard about this conspiracy before. So just to nail it down exactly, what she died supposedly in 2003, and they replaced her with a body double. Yeah. Well, actually, this body double was already a good pal of hers. So. Avril, you know, she's she's just, you know, Avril L- L- Ramona Levine. It's her real name. <laughs> Regular Canadian. Uh, Sorry, you know. What's her real name? Uh, Avril Ramona Levine. Her middle so, name is not Ramona. It's yeah, Ramona. No, it's Are you real. joking? No. It was. Oh, well, she, she did leave, didn't she, I suppose, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> <laughs> she was replaced. <laughs> so, are you suggesting that uh, Nigel Farage and Dominic uh, I, Cummings I, may I, have... I, I, this, I think this was Cummings is and Farage. She, Bre- Brexit <laughs> is a different episode. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're getting into the B word on this one. Right. So, so, Avril Lavigne, she's, uh, she's got her contract, uh, you know, she's got her first album out, everyone has listened to Complicated, realised that she is the singular future of music, <laughs> it's going wonderfully, and then tragedy strikes, and this bit actually happened, so, you know, sorry, Avril, yeah. um, but her grandfather died, yeah, and yeah, just as she was sad. struggling to get the second album together, mm. everything a bit tough, and um, Nightmare. and it proved proved too much for her. But and she, she kind of she, vanished at that point, didn't yeah, she? Because, no, you know, no public appearances, no nothing, and uh, it's sadly... It's easy to forget now just, like, how massive she was. Yeah. During was, this eight, nine months sort of bit out of public life, she she sadly took her own life. Uh, Is that how she died? That's, was, that's was, how she was, died. And mm. essentially, though, you know, they've got a second album coming. They want the uh, world to have hit bangers such absolutely. as Girlfriend. And the world wanted it. They, the you world know, the was ready was for that. Mm. The world needed that. Those were dark days. Mm. For us all. So, you know, 9-11, we had Iraq. We needed the pop stylings of Avril Lavigne <laughs> yeah. to keep us from utter despair. <laughs> and so they had recruited someone already, Melissa Vandella. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was making these Archie, up. this is a serious thing, okay? I don't, I'd appreciate <laughs> if you took this more seriously than your usual stunts, all right? It's, it's the names are so ridiculous. Uh, and Melissa had been hired Just as apologies a, to any Melissas out there. No, it was Avril, I particularly, so, and Ramona. I still can't remember that. So, as a uh, body double to distract the paparazzi so that real Avril could get on with her life. And as you do, as soon as you meet someone who's been hired specifically because they look a bit like you, they became fast friends. <laughs> And, you know, if, if you want any evidence of this, I am showing, I guess, a photo of Avril Lavigne mm-hmm. with Melissa written on her hand in permanent marker. Yeah. Wow. Actual real photo. Article it, A. Proof. Right. And, yeah, and you're, you've won a Pulitzer, so I've got no reason to doubt you. <laughs> as you pointed out. So I'm I'm so quickly going to lose my Pulitzer for this show. <laughs> I've got a question. Surely if the second album was recorded, it would have sort of been 
more beneficial for her to have died in terms of how much the album would sell. You're Ooh. thinking short term. Okay. They need, the world needed, Sorry. you know, a full lifetime of Avril music. That's so stupid I mean, of me, Av- of course. Avril Lavigne has, is recording new music. Well, Melissa is recording new music as we speak. To this day. To this day. Do you think it's really mental, like, how much this is basically like the plot of that Black Mirror with so, um, Miley Cyrus. So, I, well, I believe the plot of this Black Mirror was probably based on the real-life conspiracy theory that Charlie Brooker is desperately trying to tell us about. Exactly. <laughs> and so if you look, here are lots of photos of possibly Avril or Melissa with little circles around blemishes on their face. Wow. Which conclusively prove something. Let me explain what they're looking at. They're basically looking at a load of pictures of Avril Lavigne with slightly different hair colour with odd circles in weird places what look basically like clip art from Word 94 (laughs) then sort of bizarrely pasted over their faces with dubious grammar attached. Lots of small circles and then uh, Natrello or... Fake. Oh, I'm genuinely convinced that word art and conspiracy theories online have a very bizarre correlation. Sort of people who stay up late making weird PDFs in Word and on like paint of, on paint. Yeah, people sort of who like paint are, are, are freaky. Yeah, it's yeah. an odd it's an odd application to be keen on. So odd, odd Microsoft applications. Yeah. As if that hadn't been distinct enough proof, though. Someone else found two photos of Avril's eye, one of which the corner of her eye looked one shape and color, and another one of which, taken several years later looked somewhat different. No way. Exactly. Shut the back door. Is it possible it was just a photo of her other eye? I mean... In that she does have two of them. Archie, take it easy, okay? Sorry, sorry, sorry. It feels like someone wants to go a bit conventional. You know, how much have they paid you? This is the internet, okay? (laughs) Everything is fact-checked. And if you want even more definitive proof, Uh someone found a photo of Avril's handwriting in a music video and then her handwriting in a tweet ten years later. And the handwriting did not match. This is why I love conspiracy theories, okay? This is why I love it, because basically two ludicrously, ridiculously, totally non-related things that have nothing to do with that can just be put together in some sort of weird sort of cooking broth of sort of fermented madness, and then we come out with something that... I mean, because this is the point, isn't it? This actually got taken very, very seriously. I mean, it might sound a bit ridiculous now, but actually, this was a major big deal. I mean, I should stress, Avril Lavigne has had to deny this twice. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she's going to deny it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Was this through a medium or was this this Melissa denying it? Well, I mean, so here is the key thing. There is also, it turns out that Melissa is apparently feeling quite bad about this and, uh, and so has been sneaking out, you know, evading her handlers by sneaking lyrics into newer Avril Lavigne material wow. saying what's happened. So Particularly in, Slipped Away, right? Yeah, so Slipped Away in My Happy Ending. It's, Can I quote you some Slipped Away lyrics? You, you may. Uh, I had my wake up, won't you wake up? I keep asking why, I can't take it. And now, guys, exhibit B, okay, this is an actual line. It wasn't fake. It happened, you passed by. Now you are gone. Now you are gone. There you go. Then you go somewhere I can't bring you back. I mean, if that isn't definitive proof know, of great. death and the replacement of someone by a double, I don't know what is. I mean, you, you made it sound a bit like Jesus there, of like death and resurrection. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'll go, the yeah. stone moved away from the cave. There is actually, that is another episode, actually. We will be looking at Jesus uh, in later episodes. Um, Melissa, the second coming of Avril. <laughs> but it is quite bizarre, isn't it? Because, I mean, these song lyrics were used sort of by her supposed doppelganger, right? Who had a very different nose structure. 
Yes. Which oh, is yeah. one of the main yeah. things. Yeah. That yeah. I did have the same spot on her head. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they surgically added the spot but forgot to change the, the nose. nose. Yeah. yeah, Careless. So, yeah, my happy ending, uh, the apparent uh, massive clue there is don't leave me hanging in a city so dead. Held up so high by such an unbreakable thread. A, yes, <laughs> you know he is a fan. Yeah, it's on your Spotify favorites playlist. Isn't it's it? on a lot of things in my life. My bedroom walls. <laughs> uh, I just it's everywhere. It is something sort of really sort of quite potent though, isn't there? About the idea of like a pop star vanishing and being replaced. I mean, she's not the only one. Paul McCartney. Yeah, they said he was dead. I wish so. he'd go again. Actually, I'd like that. <laughs> oh. I feel like they haven't done. Have you, have you seen him live recently? Hey, man, I'm going to Glastonbury, right? I'm fully expecting him to be an absolute legend. So. I, I'm not entirely sure he'll make it. It's a lie, sir. He died long ago. I mean, look, you know, if if he died, they would not let a Beatles die. A member of the Beatles die young. No, definitely they not. They would have to cover that up. Yeah, <laughs> I think people are going to be asking themselves, before. Jay. Uh, you know, I think people are going to be asking themselves, why you could have covered. The moon landings, JFK, you could have covered flat. Why why are you doing this bizarre Avril Levine conspiracy? Because we think this actually represents something far bigger than just a conspiracy, right? So there's two reasons I like this one. One of them is that the very, very first line of the original post inventing this conspiracy theory says, This isn't true. (laughs) 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 So And amazingly, Sir, this and the Paul McCartney conspiracy theory was started by the same person. No. In Brazil in 2003. They were trying to make a point in 2003. Like, this was way before Trump, way before fake news, way before all of that, about how easy it was to spread dodgy information sort of on the internet. And so they came up with about a dozen of these things. The original site was called Avrilesta Morta, and it was a network of blogs, and so they made one for Selena Gomez, for Miley Cyrus. So they were just killing off all sorts of celebrities, hoping one would catch. Yeah. Unbelievable. It sort of became an in-joke on the Brazilian internet, because it caught around there. And then a guy I used to work with, when I used to work for BuzzFeed.com, Ryan Broderick, went to Brazil, sort of heard about this weird sort of Portuguese language running joke on the internet, and did one tweet about it in English, and boom. Wow. And he was not thinking this was true. He was not sharing this going, hey, look at this totally credible theory that Avril Lavigne was uh, uh, died and was replaced by her body double, Melissa. So, so he was almost like retweeting it, like, lol. Like yeah, how oh yeah, this absolutely. Is. You know, he's one of those extremely online people who just sort of thought, everyone being on a joke, it would be fine. And uh, because he worked for BuzzFeed and started a massive global misinformation <laughs> campaign, <clears throat> so he uh, he was made to write. This was in 2015 when it first came around, and he had to write. Here's how I accidentally made an old Avril Lavigne death post hoax go viral, and then two years later, someone else found the 2015 BuzzFeed post. Uh, and resurfaced, and BuzzFeed had to do it once again with someone said Avril Lavigne was replaced by a clone, and now everyone is freaking out. So there was this, um, there was this actual. It got sort of retranslated into English, and there's this sort of. This is this is part of what the guy said. Avril Lavigne is not dead. The blog was a way of showing how conspiracy theories may seem true. Many people 
Many people. Many <laughs> people <laughs> believe everything they see on the internet. But is this really right? There, I'm going to try as Jose Mourinho, actually. I think it's better. <laughs> um, uh, there are many conspiracy theories about many things, but no matter how often <laughs> look, conceiving are just theories and not real. Avril Lavigne has never been dead. He has never been replaced by lookalike. I created this theory to see if people would believe. And thousands of people believed that this was in fact a fact, but not forced anyone to believe. Just I present the arguments. An important observation is that I created this theory without investing any lie. Everything, apart from the fact he literally said she was dead, but, but apart from that, <laughs> I mean, he also lie. said she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Everything in this blog is a true argument. You can even search and check the matter on the internet. <laughs> 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 I did with true information, a theory that is actually unreal. I apologize for people who believing she was dead and can feel disappointed by this revelation. Is, is he saying he's... If you're disappointed that she isn't dead, <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, I think he is. No, it's colloquial English. Um, I apologise for people who believed that she was dead and now feel disappointed by this revelation. But it is for you to become a more suspicious people and to do not believe everything you see. My intention was never to offend anyone; just create a theory to see people's reaction. If you look right, okay, you get the point, yeah, right? He, he's not good at brevity, is he? No, or English? Or no, is that, is that a translation? That's a translation. But don't you think so, this is really also, can we interesting? Stress Jolly and Rubenstein accent full responsibility for any <laughs> offence taken. <laughs> Horrific. Uh, butchering of, of Jose Mourinho. Well, Jose Mourinho's butchered my football team, so I can just butcher, uh, I'll butcher his accent. There is something pretty scary about this, though, I think, where it's like, it literally takes one sort of nutbag post to create, what, I mean, what would we call it? A conspiracy pylon? I, I think a conspiracy meme. I mean, this did go global. It's not just on the English internet. It's also this weird cross-pollination thing. This was an old known joke in the Portuguese language internet. And then you've got loads of sort of little, almost clubbier internets, just mm. like you've got sort of little bits of different Twitter or little bits of different other networks. And suddenly, you know, an old in-joke from gay Twitter will suddenly hit... You know, what do they call it? Local Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, civ civilian Twitter, and it goes everywhere again. Like, genuinely, why do you think conspiracy theories are sort of so sexy to people? Why do you think people are so, you know, they appeal so much? Oh, because they're fun and they're stories, and we love stories. People love being able to tell their friends about something that's an exclusive. So people love being able to go, do you know that Avril Lavigne? She's actually dead, and it's, uh, it's a body double now. <laughs> There's nothing more thrilling for someone than to tell their friend, like, an exclusive scoop on something. So that's how it spreads, I think, like fire. I think what's really really interesting is that we're living in this time now where these things have commercial value, right? That's I what mean, it is. Like, it's money. Yeah. It's all money. Your BuzzFeed friend, that's not what you call responsible journalism. If you then, if you then two weeks later have to go, Haha, let's make some more money out of another article, how I fucked up by telling everybody that Avril Lavigne was dead. It's not kind of, you know, it's very easy to get into the trap of it. And the cynic I think that is responsible journalism. Well, it's responsible to... Going, no, guys, she's definitely yeah, yeah, dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but not as good as not fucking up in the first yeah, place, yeah. right? What was the upshot, James, just to get to the end of the, the Avril Lavigne conspiracy? Are we saying that she is not dead? Sir, I mean... You know, when Avril denied it, she could have just, you know, given her full birth certificate, dental records, uh, you mm. know, entire DNA profile, and had every immediate relative no, then with a would, DNA test. Someone would have cloned her and we'd have actually yeah, been in a situation <laughs> if she's going to go around giving I, DNA. I am entirely okay with, you know, multiple clones of live and alive and well Avril Lavigne. I think this mm. could only make the world better. Yeah. So do you think that... It would you, make recording her videos much lower budget. Well, listen, I think that probably rounds up our first ever 
conspiracy. Only with that sense of, you know, you know, what if we have a season arc here? What if Google is funding the rise of international conspiracies? Yeah, for that well. sweet, sweet YouTube revenue. It's, it's, well, <laughs> it's more than possible. I mean, listen, on this uh, show, you're not just going to hear about Avril Lavigne, you're going to hear about the moon landings, the flat earth, the hollow moon, whether James actually does have a Pulitzer or not. <laughs> what, what other sort of beauties could people look forward to, James? So, I think when, you know, when we do flat earth properly, that starts to tell you a lot. We've got QAnon, so is there a secret operative inside the... Uh, US reporting out on the deep state. You know, did 7-7 happen? What on earth happened at Roswell? What happened to Jeffrey Epstein? So, mm. do the CIA have mind control? Yeah. Did the FBI run cointelops to fuck with uh, activists trying to expose their spying? What is Bitcoin? So, <laughs> is fluoride put in the water not to make your teeth shiny, but to control your brain? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Weather control has always been a, a, an interesting one that I've been fascinated by. And, critically were boots behind that law requiring you to get one of those dumb bags every time and have tiny toiletries when you fly. I want to know about that one. Oh, man. We are going to try and do the mix of sort of some of the obviously serious conspiracy theories and some of the others. Yeah, every week. Because one of the nice things about the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory is so far, as of, you know, recording date... It is not one of the conspiracy theories that ends up being actually about people saying either Jews or Muslims are out to kill you. I know. Uh, and, and it's terrifying how many of them come back to that, isn't the it? The really cute sounding ones, suddenly, you know, you get two layers deep and it's Jews. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Jewish people, very cool. We are pro them. <laughs> <laughs> we are not so pro the people who say they control everything. No. I mean, that is, that's the classic, isn't it? Jews controlling the media. Uh, oh yes yeah 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 so, well I mean, I, from I, Jolly and I... Rubenstein uh, to you at home uh, I can tell you absolutely definitively uh, that Jews do not control the media but we will be back next week with a brand new guest to talk about a brand new conspiracy theory please please if you've enjoyed this podcast give it a five star rating click to subscribe thanks for listening and if you've joined the episode please rate and review the podcast and subscribe on the global player or wherever you get your podcast so from me Julian Rubenstein and me James Paul and me Archie Manners and me Josh Peters that's good night good night good night